This episode is sponsored by Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management, experienced wealth planners and investment managers who offer unwavering support in challenging times. Visit candowealth.com for more information. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots, the Spectator's daily politics podcast. I'm Oscar Edmondson and I'm joined by Fraser Nelson and Katie Balls. Now, Rishi Sunak has announced his five pledges, but he hasn't exactly set pulses racing yet. But that might be about to change. Katie, in your Times column, you wrote that Rishi Sunak, as one minister put it, is about to take his cashmere jumper off. What can we expect when he does take that jumper off? Yeah, I don't think everyone in government loves the cashmere quote, but this is how one figure described Rishi Sunak getting tough. Um, so we'll go with that because he is quite known for his luxury knits these days. So this is the billionaire equivalent of rolling your sleeves up, is it? I think he, there's a range of wills, but yeah, yeah, we can go with that for now. But effectively, I think that as we've had a week, we've been talking about his first 100 days as prime minister. Increasingly, I think the criticism from within the Tory party at Richie Sunak is he's too managerial, he lacks ambition, He there's a narrative that he's ultimately a bit of a bean counter who has gotten through a crisis period but isn't perhaps this visionary. And I think what's interesting too is other criticism you often hear about Rishi Sunak is that he is weak. And this is what Labour wants to constantly push. Rishi Sunak is weak. Uh, Look at all these times there's almost a rebellion in the House of Commons. Uh, You see um, the whips ultimately try and find a compromise rather than face down the rebels. And I think what's going to be interesting in the next week or two, um, potentially month, on timings, is there are two issues where Rishi Sunak will not be able to find a compromise, where he has the potential to be quite radical. So the first one is the protocol. Now, the Northern Ireland Protocol, I don't think it's something where you say a compromise is a radical move, but it is something which is bold in the sense, if Rishi Sunak finds a compromise, it's likely to isolate a part of the party, and he is going to have to put his credentials on the line and try and push it through regardless if he wants to. Because can you say a bit rebels. more about what compromise you're talking about? Because there are two ways in which you can compromise, of course. I mean, you can you, you can compromise in a way which basically allows the jurisdiction of the European um, Court of Justice. That would be a compromise the Tory backbenchers would not want. Or he could go the other way and um, see if he can compromise with the EU. I don't know. They, they can agree to lower... I mean, are we talking about a compromise that would anger his party? I think if you look at the details this week, as reported in the Times, which Downing Street obviously tried to distance themselves from, of the shape of a deal, there was still a role for the ECJ. And I think that I had one MP looking at those details and saying, if they think that is going to pass for the Tory party, that seems pretty unlikely. But the question is, whatever compromise they come up with is likely to upset part of the Tory party on the right if he wants to press on with it. And therefore, you are getting to a point where you are ultimately no longer finding a compromise solution with your party you're saying I'm doing this and you're trying to push it through and that is potentially a danger point and then I think the way this links in is because we could have two um, you know flashpoints one is the protocol if they do agree something and the second is immigration now it could be that the right of the party don't like what's on the protocol but there is a carrot in the form of what Rishi Sunak promises on immigration. Fraser you've been quite mean about Rishi's pledges you've said that the five pledges are more like five fudges but surely when it comes to small boats, there's little room for fudging there. Yes, you're right. Uh, I think that the the word stop is quite clear. In, in a way, I think it'd be more realistic if you said you'd half the number of small boat landings. That said, there only have been about four to five days so far this year where there have been landings. But um, I, I think when he says he's going to be radical, I remember 
his interview of Katie in the Christmas issue of The Spectator, where he described himself as a quiet radical, wasn't that right, Katie? Polite radical. Polite radical. Now, what the question is, what can you do about immigration? The answer, of course, is you can pass a law saying that it's okay for planes to take off to Rwanda and to deport people. Now, that's if you do that, then you'd be able to go a step further than Boris Johnson was able to do. He made a great fuss about the Rwanda policy, took out adverts, only to find himself stopped by the European um, Human Rights Courts. Now, the judges in Strasbourg have never struck down primary legislation. So if a parliament actually votes for something to be so, that pretty much guarantees that it can't be struck down by a, um, a Strasbourg court or an international court. So that's the legislative route open to the Prime Minister. Now, if he does that, and um, as one of his allies explained to me, let, let's say you're getting three plane loads a week takeoff, chock full of people who entered Britain illegally, uh, whether their asylum claim is justified or not, they end up in Rwanda, where their claim is processed. The moment that the people smuggling gangs see that happening, that should take the um, demand out of their market. And right now they can charge £3,500 pretty much to ferry somebody from France to Britain. On the understanding that even if your asylum claim in Britain is dislodged, you probably stay in the country anyway. So you pretty much are selling passage to England. But if there is a chance of, I don't know, 20%, 30% chance of getting deported to Rwanda, will that make a material difference to the demand? The Sunakite logic right now is yes, it will. And I suspect that's what he means when he says he's going to stop the small boats. So there are other things you can do. You can come up with deals with the French, for example. But I think it, they're still, I think Rwanda is still the plan A. I think. To fix the immigration problem, the government needs quite a few things to go right, even if they come up with a bold plan. Um, So one part of this is to the Rwanda scheme, which is in the courts. Now, I think that the best case scenario, as the Home Office views it, is that you would have the Rwanda scheme up and going by the end of the year. Once you've gone through, they've had one victory, is now to appeal... Could it then go to Strasbourg? Um, But the end of the year could be when you get to that. And then the point of the new legislation, which Rishi Sunak, I think, could announce... The earliest would be next week, but it could be a few weeks from then, is all about making it impossible really to claim asylum in the UK. Now, obviously, it's illegal to arrive here by a small boat, but it's about cracking down on the various ways that then once you have entered by this way, you can try to claim asylum. So I think conversations are still ongoing with the Home Office and Number 10 and probably wouldn't surprise me to the Home Office or Suella Braveman might want to go a bit further than the summon number 10 on this but it includes you know, indefinite detention of all asylum seekers who enter illegally um, changes to human right laws to allow detention and deportation I think the idea is the two would then work in tandem so you could get um, you know the scheme going in volume with this new legislation along with the Rwanda scheme getting off the ground again this is still probably the very earliest coming in the year because this legislation would need to go through the commons but Speaking to some MPs who've been briefed on parts of it or how it's shaping up, they say it is more radical than anything that they heard Theresa May or Boris Johnson put forward. And also I think it will create a fight with the left who will you know, take issue and it also could be challenged. But therefore, there's some of the party who don't think Rishi Sunak can go far enough on this. But it, I think it is an area where you can potentially unite the Tory party and also you, you won't be able to. Let's see what they finally decide on. Because if they go far enough, I don't think you'll be able to accuse Rishi Sunak of being too risk averse. Um, Fraser, there's also the bullying claims against Dominic Raab. Is that another area where he's going to have to get radical? 
Well, certainly he was quite assertive, shall we say, in firing Nadim Zahawi in such an abrupt manner that had Zahawi's allies pointing out that um, the due process had not been followed, etc. And that was a moment where I think we saw the harder edge of Rishi Sunak. Now, um, his deputy, Dominic Rabb, would be a far bigger loss to him because the two were very close politically. But it's the, what I'm picking up in Westminster is that a lot of people do seem to think that Dominic Rabb's um, days will be numbered when this report into his bullying eventually comes out. So that will be a chance for Rishi Sunak to try to, you know, Tony Blair once said that people used to call him Bambi, now, now it was Stalin. And I'm not quite sure if Rishi Sunak is going to go from the cashmere uh, to the chainmail. But I think he will have to, to toughen up to show his party that he's got he's got what it takes. I would give make one final point, though. He has not yet given way on the strikes. There's been lots of pressure on him to, to change the public sector pay offering, and he hasn't seemed to move one little bit. So in this regard, and perhaps some others, he actually does have cause to say that the laddie is not returning. Thank you, Fraser. Thank you, Katie. And thank you very much for listening.